There she is. Hey there. What's up? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Awesome, awesome. Oh, what a day, what a day. So uh, this is Kelsey's segment, everybody. Um, She had picked a topic last week um, for, uh, it's on an education basis. Um, So she uh, noticed that uh, the U.S. was not doing so hot when it came to uh, educational studies uh, with children, I believe, in their teenage years. Um, And noticed that there was one country in mind. Uh, that had been doing super awesome and wanted to chat with you guys about that, see what your thoughts are. Uh, Kelsey, go ahead and take it away. Yeah, so this is actually a topic that I uh, first came to when I was in college um, or came across. Finland, for many, many years, um, has been ranked as one of having one of the best education systems in the world. Um I think going back to uh, about 2000, maybe 2001, um, and uh, their their system is structured a lot differently than what we have here in the U.S. Um, it wouldn't, it doesn't look like that on the face, but the, their um, their goal in educating their kids is different. It's it's less uh, test based and remembering um, dates and and calculus and that kind of thing. Um, but the reason I wanted to talk about it today is because of all the conversation happening about Biden's build back better plan and everything that's stuck in, um, in negotiations right now while they're trying to pass his $2 trillion plan. Um, one of the things that he's talked about a whole lot is, uh, education infrastructure. And, uh, So I was curious about looking at more of what his proposal said about education infrastructure um, and looking at Finland's school system. I'm, I am just curious if there's um, any indication that we're heading in the direction that uh, Finland has set up for their schools. Um, And my quick answer is I don't think we are. (laughs) No, and I, and I I will have to agree with you on that one. Um, I didn't get a chance to look at in the Biden infrastructure uh, on on that, and I don't. Uh, I see probably a lot of undermining with that. Is you know you see this golden apple in one hand, yet they're you know slinging money out with the other hand. It's kind of how these policies tend to tend to end up, uh, you know, nowadays, which is a, a BS because the way things are looking right now with the education and I've seen, I've seen it firsthand, like with, with my children that are in school right now and they're, and they're just starting. Um, I mean, you see it with like, for instance, math, uh, you know, the math structure has changed and and it wasn't even that it was failing. It just for some reason got changed and it, and it makes it hard to, because you as a parent, you're a teacher too, and you got to teach your kids, um, you know, when, when they get home, you got to help them with their homeworks and stuff like that. And if you don't understand what's going on, then, you know, how the hell are you supposed to do anything? And, and I've seen it take a step backwards. Even since, uh, since I was a kid, there was more, and this is what I've seen in Finland's too, as well as I, I've seen in that article, they held their kids accountable 
I mean, the kids were accountable for what they learned. Um, yeah, that's one of my favorite and, parts about the the Finnish system is that, mm-hmm. um, and uh, for anyone listening, we're going to add a link to the article that about. So this article was released by um, by the Smithsonian, um, December mm-hmm. of 2019. So it's a couple years old, um, but you can <laughs> look up the Finnish school system, uh, Google it. You'll find academic papers. You'll find um, all kinds of national and international um, research groups that have studied Finland because for the last 20 years, they have consistently ranked in international studies as having one of the best education systems in the world. Um, And even their uh, lower performing schools still perform higher than in any other country. So no, uh, yeah, I I noticed that too. That's sad. Yeah, that's crazy. Their, their lowest performing schools are still better than everybody else's. Um, But one of the key, um, key aspects of their system is that their kids are responsible for their education. So in this article, it says in the U.S., um, you know, we sort of prepare our kids to receive their education. We tell them yep. what they're going to learn, when they're going to learn it, how much homework they're going to do. Um, whereas in Finland, uh, from very young age, they're primary school kids. Um, so elementary school here in the U.S., those kids actually lead their own parent-teacher conferences and um, are part of school boards. Not not at you know city level, but they they are much more in control of their own education and what they want to study from a younger age. Um, very different from the way we have it here. I mean, I know. Like, I remember when I was in school, they were like, you're going to lead your own parent-teacher conference, fill out this worksheet, and then you're going to recite it to your parents. Um, (laughs) It's not quite like that. The kids have a lot more power. Um, And that's something that I think is really, really interesting because that would be such a huge paradigm shift for the United States. Our kids don't get to say anything about their education. No, no, they they, they really don't. And and what what scares me is – there, there can't be that total shift into that, and, and I'll tell you why. Um, I've seen recently, and since you and I had been in school, um, the change is is one eighty. I mean, when we were in school, you know, they were, you know, I mean, like coaches, for instance, they could still cuss at you, they could still get on to you, and I mean, you could still <laughs> right. be, you could, you could still be punished, you know. Yeah. And nowadays, and nowadays, like these kids aren't held accountable. They you can't say anything to them because they'll get offended and you'll get a lawsuit. Um, and then it has, it has like, there's no, there's no hierarchy in the school system because the kids are basically running amok. And I'll, and I'll give you two cases um, on that. And it's just here in Kentucky, which blows my mind because, you know, I, I've always had such a good respect for, for my, my school here. And, you know, everybody gets that old cliche, you know, you're Kentucky, you're Kentucky bumpkin and, you guys don't even wear shoes. Um, so see, I never you know, thought that about I, Kentucky. I thought that about I, like <laughs> a lot farther Southeast than Kentucky, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's, that's what we say here too. But you know, there, there is that cliche with, you know, people in Kentucky and stuff like that, but it, out here, I mean, and, and I'm just, I'm proof of that. I mean, I came from Kentucky, learned the school system here and, and thrived in Colorado for 11 years, you yeah. know, in a place that, 
I, I wasn't, uh, you know, accustomed to. But with those two examples here is things are getting so far out of hand that you get um, a place called Hazard County, uh, Kentucky, and you probably heard of it, the Dukes of Hazard. It's a real place. Um, it's in Hazard County, Kentucky. No, it's not. Um, it's Hollywood. Yeah. No, no, no. no. For, <laughs> it, it, for real is. It, it really is. Um, they, uh, there's just a, 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 an article about it. It's a news article that their male, their male students dressed up in female lingerie and danced on the f- staff and faculty. Um, the, and this, this was high school. Yeah. Yeah. This was high school. This was like last yeah. week. I mean, not that that makes it better, but <laughs> no, 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 no. This is high school. Yeah. Yeah. These are the kids that are here within a couple of years are going to be voting. And it's, it's scary as shit, you know? And the, the ladies um, at that school uh, dressed up in Hooters uniforms and came out there and I think either served drinks or served alcoholic drinks, which is illegal because they're underage for one and, and serving drinks to and dressed up in Hooters. I'm like, what are you teaching these damn kids out there? Like that's. Well, were they on school property? That's also. Yeah. They're on school. property. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I know they're on school property. And the other one is uh, here in Meade County, which is the next County over from where I live right now. Um, they had an, I don't know if it was an incident or a, uh, maybe a rebellion um, from the students there, but, and these are high school students again, um, that they identified as feline and they dressed up like cats, got the fake fangs for their teeth, um, mm. hissed, at, hissed at people that they didn't like um, and pissed and shit in the hallways. Oh, like, wow. I didn't hear about that one. Yeah, like real, real cats. And then they, okay. the teachers and the parents, uh, I don't know why the hell would you support this, but um, we're thinking about giving them cat litter to put in the classroom so that way they could do it um, in a controlled environment. Stop it. This sounds like a story from The oh, Onion. Oh, I know. And it does. And it sounds, I'm like, this is coming out of Kentucky and this is like blowing my mind because I'm like losing my shit over here. Like, I don't want. So to your point, giving our students, um, giving kids a say over their education. This feels so icky to say, but I feel like culturally our kids are not in a headspace to not all, obviously that's a huge generalization. They're playing kids yeah. who are responsible and um, aren't doing this stuff. But um, to your point, it's it's a cultural thing. That, I mean, you know, I think in general, yeah. the U.S. Yeah. doesn't take education as seriously as Finland, for example. And we talk nope. about it all the time, but we talk about it in terms of the administration aspect and yep. less about how we're actually educating kids. And I'm not talking about topics and subjects. I'm not talking about that. But mm-hmm. the the overall approach to how we um how we prepare young people to be mm-hmm. to contribute to society, how we prepare them yeah. to be adults here is a lot yeah, different. And, and that yeah. would be a cultural change. Yeah. And it's not even, you know, of course you want to, you want to generate for society and stuff like that, but you also got to be able to take care of yourself and they should know that if, if, if you're allowing your children, your students to 
it's sad to say because you want you want everybody to kind of be able to you know be free and kind of you know show themselves in their true light but if this is their true light then there's there's something behind that you know it, you can't you will not thrive in this world if you are a, a kitten okay it's not going to happen you know you're <laughs> you're going to get thrown out into the real world and they're going to eat you up and they're going to spit you right back out and you're going to be like well nobody prepared me for this shit well you were too busy, you know, pissing a shit in the corner in the school and hissing at people as they go by. Well, and, you know, thinking about the cultural difference, um, originally when I was thinking about this, um, this topic, I thought, um, you know, of all the money that's being talked about in the Build Back mm-hmm. Better plan and the, um, again, we will we'll post a link to um, a couple of articles about this in our in the podcast here um, about half of Biden's proposal of what, of what they're debating in Congress right now um, is uh, education related. Um, and so I was looking into how they're allocated, how they're suggesting they would allocate funding there. But the more oh. you read about the Finnish school system, um, the more they, they talk about um a holistic approach to their education and their goals are less data driven. Um, empirical evidence is what I mean. Um, numerical data and more about skills, learning to think critically, learning how to plan, learning how to, um, make decisions for yourself. That's such a different approach to preparing people to be adults than what mm-hmm. we do here, right? We've got standardized tests all over the place. You can't yeah. get into college without the right standardized test. Yep. Um, and so I, I think that's another piece that's really interesting about um, their education system. And it says a lot about them as a people, the, fin- the uh-huh. Finns as a whole, is that they value skills over um skills to be a, a competent adult um yep. over uh memorizing all of the capitals in in every state <laughs> it's helpful yeah. to know but how much time do do we really need to spend on memorizing yeah no and that, yeah that in our school systems yeah and that that brings that brings me to two points one is um so speaking on that kind of uh, in, in the Finnish schools where they atone their, their children to certain jobs instead of test scores, um, they have a place like, like that here um, in Kentucky. It, it's, it's new. I never, I, it didn't exist when, when I was in school, uh, but it's called EC3. Um, and what it is is you, you have to earn it. Um, you have to test high enough, get good grades, be, you know, a good member of society and stuff like that. And they will pay for you to go to this. Uh, it's kind of like an, uh, like an under college uh, maybe, but once you're done with there, like, a, like um, a prep school kind of, kind of, but when you come out of it, you have your associates in one of the uh, six or seven categories um, that they have there. They have computer science, um, construction management, nursing, um, like, like high, like high seeking, uh, jobs that, you know, that people are looking for, but 
they pay for it. You do not have to pay for it. So all you have to do is get good grades, um, you know, be a good member of society and stuff like that. And then you can get into this place and you come out with an associate's degree. And is this a private school? No, it's not. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then, and then uh, uh, my, my second point to that is I noticed that with my son, the whole, the whole memorizing things and, you know, keeping things in your head, the things that we carry over from like say high school and college just like that into the real world is like uh, uh, maybe less than a quarter of what we learned throughout those years. And right. it's not even, you know, you don't get prepared for anything really. The The one class I did take in high school was consumer math. And that one helped me out. I had to learn how to um, write into a checkbook properly, how to do my, um, sure. you know, my, my, um, uh, deposits and withdrawals and stuff like that on piece of paper. Um, but again, that's a skill set, right? That's yeah. Not, yeah. No. I mean, Oh yeah. You know, it's, it's the skill of um, managing your own money. Yeah. Or, no, and the or kids, yeah. how to balance a checkbook or yeah. not as important anymore now that everything's uh, online, yeah. but still understanding oh, yeah. why that's important. Yeah. No. And yeah, yeah. the kids nowadays, they, I mean, they could, they probably couldn't write a check to save their life. Um, you know, with my son and I see this in first grade and it's really sad. Um, you have, I think you have 12 math problems, um, that you have to learn throughout the week. Um, and it's like, you know, the first week you do, uh, ones like one plus five, uh, four plus one, everything has a one in it and you learn those and you keep going, going, going. Well, it's time. It's timed. You have to remember those within a minute, you have to write them down, go through there and get them all done in a minute. And mm. I'm thinking to my, I'm thinking to my son, I don't want you to do it fast. I want you to do it right. Because, right. you know, just because you can get to the right answer fast does not make it any better than anybody else. Because I'd rather you always be, have the correct answer than just be fast about everything. Cause it doesn't make, it doesn't make it any better. It's just putting, more strain on these children when they're going right. to school. And conceptually, are we yep. teaching or is he learning the value of getting to the right answer or is he learning the value of moving quickly? Moving quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's not that that's a bad skill to have, but no, um, that's not the point of the lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like that's, that's stressed in that, particular lesson. Um, yeah. I remember doing that too. I remember doing, you know, multiplication worksheets and whoever finished as many of the problems on the worksheet in three minutes would, you know, get some kind of prize or get a gold star at the end of whatever it was. Um, <laughs> a lollipop. Uh, yes. Get to pick something out of the treasure box. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, you know, I think that goes back to what we're focusing on on preparing our kids for. Um. I, and, and to me, it, it all kind of boils down to, I mean, the, the finish, they have it right. I mean, that one phrase in there stuck out more than anything. Accountability. There's almost no yeah. account. And, and I don't, and I don't like saying this and, you know, a lot of people, you might even get upset, but like this whole, you know, uh, what is it? 
a trophy uh, system the way they have nowadays, just, you know, participation trophies and stuff like that. You're not teaching, you're not teaching your kids anything. You're just, you're putting value on anything, you know? Oh no, I agree with you on that. And there actually have been um, studies done that show that that doesn't help. It, it devalues um, doing a good job. It, it makes the, um, if we're talking about sports, for example, um, uh-huh. it's more likely to make the kids that win feel stupid because their trophy doesn't really mean anything. Um, yeah. Cause it, yeah, yeah, they could have sat back in the corner and still got one studies that, that have said, this is not effective. <laughs> yeah. And, and why it's still done. I, I mean, I have no idea. I mean, you're just, you're, you're really hindering people and you're taking less responsibility, uh, off the parents. Cause I mean, if, if you don't know how to, I mean, and, and I understand you, you get, you get to the point nowadays where you can't, you can't spank your children. You can't discipline them without the government coming down on you. You know, the, the state or the local authorities or something like that, which is bullshit because you created that child. You should have within means to discipline them. I'm not saying, you know, go down there and tear down the biggest branch of the tree and just beat them over the head with it. But you need to, I mean, there needs to be consequence and there needs to be, um, like goals and achievements. Um, you can't, you can't just like, Oh, Hey, you know, this person over there has got a 54 on their test. This uh, person over here has a 98. Here's two ribbons. You both did great. That's not teaching anybody anything. Right. And I think the other point of the finished school system is, um, and this, I just know from research I've done previously, I did not find an article on that. I, I can, they're out there, but, um, their school system also, uh, from a very young age, allows the kids to choose what they want to study. Uh, and um, I think the benefit there is that they, you know, if you're, do- if you're doing, it's, it's true as adults. We know that that follows us. If you're doing something yeah. that you enjoy, that you want to do, then you're going to be more inclined to uh, improve because you want to see progress and you want to improve your craft, whatever it may be. Exactly. Um, and I, you know, it makes sense that that translates for kids and that's what we want out of our, out of adults, right? We want people at work to be striving for better quality, better production, better, whatever, um, yeah. whatever it is that you're trying to produce. Why would we not start instilling that early and say, what do you like? What do you want to do? Um, yeah. And, and then well, let them steer. So I think that's the other major part of the finished school system that works so well for them is their kids are more inclined to take the accountability because they're already doing something that they care about early yeah, on. Yeah, true. Yeah, and, it, and, and you, you kind of do that to a point here in the U.S., um, like when you ask a kid, like, Hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? And, and normally it's always astronaut or dinosaur or something that's <laughs> right. You know, which was really like irrelevant. Cause I mean, yeah, I want to be a princess. I want to, you know, I want to be a muffin, you know, but there's <laughs> yeah, like it, once you get them to a point, they're six, seven, eight years old and they have a better understanding of the world and you ask them what they would want to do. Like, um, was it uh, Macy? She's four years old and she's told us several times she wants to be a nurse. She loves taking care of people. If I have a cut or anybody has a cut, 
you better not put a Band-Aid on before she can get to you because she wants to put it on. She wants to nurse you. Yeah, she wants to nurse you. And I mean, that's that's something that can you can build on that. You can kind of push them into the the right direction to achieve that. Um, My my son, he wants to. Um, he did mention he wants to study stars and he also wants to help children. I don't know how those two can correlate between the, between each other. Yeah. I mean, he's be either, uh, was it an astrologist or a, um, pediatrician, mm-hmm. but I mean, I know those two ways. I mean, I can help him to either of those two ways. And it's not, we're not asking that of our, of our children nowadays. When we were kids, I'm not sure if you had it or not. Um, but here in Kentucky, we did have placement testing. Um, and it kind of, it just tests kind of your personality and your traits and stuff. And it pins you to like different categories, like protector or, uh, like leader or, you know, things of that nature. I remember doing something like that for the first time in, uh, maybe my freshman year of high school was the Mm -hmm. first time that I, I remember doing something like that in school. My parents had me doing other testing um, placement kind of stuff outside of school, but in the public school mm-hmm. system, the first time I was exposed to something like that was, uh, shoot, 12, 13, 14 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like right, right in high school. Yeah. 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 Oh, and they, they, sh- they should do that. They should, you know, there, there's not a, I don't know where these curriculums come from and if it's the government, then pff, they need to do something about it. Somebody needs to step in because these are our children and, you know, they, we should have a say so, and they should have a say so in that too. I mean, not necessarily like we should point them in the direction that we want, but we should just like with TV or anything like that, we do have censorship, you know, we can shut that down. We don't want want them to watch a rated R movie. Then, you know, we either turn it off or it's blocked. Right. You know? Well, I mean, and I'm, I'm thinking about, uh, you know, letting kids decide what, what they want to learn. Um, And I think one of the standard, I say standard, that's not, that's not the right word, but one of the arguments for the way we build curriculums in schools right now, you know, requiring um, art classes and music classes is to uh, expose the kids to that thing, to, to that subject matter, and then to um, try to instill an appreciation of it. Right. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I get that for, for the younger kids, I, that makes sense to me. Um, exposing them to different things, uh, let them figure out what they like. Um, yeah. But beyond that, I've always wondered why, um, why we're, uh, wh- well, I'll speak about my own education, why I was required <laughs> to take so many uh, art credits or uh, yeah. music credits or you know whatever it was um and you get more leeway when you get into high school but what would happen if we gave the kids more of that choice before high school if they yeah. had more of that choice in starting an elementary school um what would happen what kind of shifts would we see I mean, yeah, by the time they got into high school, there'd be a huge shift. I, it might balance itself out. It might be you get the kids who were into art and stuff like that, just focused on that. And then they're kind of away from the other thing. I mean, you would still want to, you know, English, math, 
those are things. I mean, you need the, you do need those things. Um, right. There is studies, a baseline somewhere, different debate. Yeah. But yeah. 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 I mean, social studies, things of that nature are not as important, but they could be useful. I mean, especially with me and you doing like this with, um, with the history that me, that you and I know, I mean, it does help us in like our podcast. I mean, we, we got to yeah. know our shit before you come in here and just ramble on about something, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, I just, I just forgot what I was going to say. Um, okay. <laughs> <You're doing great. laughs> I was taking a sip of water. Um, yeah. So anyway, as I was exploring all this, what I, what I realized is I care less <laughs> today right now um about the suggestions for distributing money into the education system under biden's proposal um and i care more right this second about talking about the the culture around education how we approach it um in terms of how we want you know how we want to teach people to be adults um and yes that takes funding I won't take away from any of that. And that's, that's a separate conversation about how, how to fund that kind of stuff. But um, I think it's really interesting to compare the way we look at education with the way Finland's doing it. Um, We're not ranked very high worldwide right now. So how might we improve that? Yeah. Uh, I asked all my guests out there, you know, comment on here. Tell us what, tell us what you think. Let us, you know, what would you recommend? What would your curriculum be? Well, how would you fund certain things of this nature uh, and things like that? Um, but yeah, Kelsey, anything? Uh, that's where I'm going to leave it. All right. Well, you guys have a good day. Uh, have a great night, great weekend. Happy Halloween. And you guys remember, question everything. <laughs>